Okay, I'll tell you about the language. So the language Butch and Dyke is hands on sight. Oh. I'm gonna just give you a nice little rhyme to remember this. Hey, beautiful humans. Welcome back to Bedtime Thoughts, a podcast where we discuss black and queer issues that keep us up at night. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Juliet. So we have a special guest with us today. I'm just going to get right into it. I'm not even going to ask you how you are. Um, <laughs> we have a special guest with us. Um, Corey is here. Hey. And she is going to share her perspective about a lot of things with us. Corey, for those of you who don't know, is my teammate from UNF and my very good friends. Um, and we, how many years ago was it then? Uh, was going like four oh, score so I thought you like were a four. calendar. <laughs> oh, you thought I was a calendar? Four score in how many years? Four years ago. Four score in four years ago. Yeah. Don't answer that. Yes. So, yeah. So, Corey's here. We're going to talk about some great things. And, uh, yeah. You want to say hi to the people? Hey, people. How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. How are you doing? You um, tell us how you are doing. I mean, I'm I'm doing good, you know, just living life day by day. Mm-hmm. I'm doing what I need to do to keep my sanity, pretty much. Hey, we love to yeah. hear it. Aren't we all? So all? Aren't we all? All right, Alyssa, how are you? Um, I'm hot, bro. Like, it's motherfucking hot Preach. in this closet. <laughs> it's so hot in this closet. And I my air, my AC was on 84 today. Why? I don't know. I just, you know, I was home. I had the door open and because I'm in Florida, it's humid and like every, every second the AC was coming on and I had my door open. I wanted my cats to enjoy their lives, but I also wanted to keep an eye on Jasper. (laughs) (laughs) I I wanted to keep an eye on Jasper. And so I left the door open. And so my AC was just coming on at 81 degrees. And I was like, well, fuck this shit. So I'm going to turn it up to 84, and now it's a fucking sauna. Wait, it was at 81, so you turned it up to 84. In order to... Mm, and for the AC not to come on. Why didn't you just turn it off? Well, I heard that it wastes more energy to turn it off. But Okay. And now, now I see the flaws. Because yeah. I don't know of anybody that has set their AC... 284 degrees, especially that is living insane. in the south. Yeah. Now that you know what I say it out loud, it doesn't sound that great. Okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad you've come to your senses. And now I'm fucking hot. Well, probably because your your AC was at 84. I mean. Okay, but well, now is it? Well, the last time I checked, like 10 minutes ago, it was at 79. So we're coming down, and I set it Progress. to 70. So like, hopefully. She does the things. It's about to snow in here. <laughs> oh my god! It's about to snow. Right. <laughs> Juliet, how are you doing? <laughs> well, I am. I'm. I'm good. I'm decent. You know, I can't complain. Getting through life. Mm-hmm. Um, been very unproductive, but it'd be like that sometimes. On this day. What? On this day. On this day. I mean, I've been product- unproductive all week, so. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you out like that. <laughs> I, mean, I really wasn't trying to call you out like that. I was just trying to clarify is all. I just wanted to clarify for the people how much shit I have not been getting done. You know, next week is a new week. 
Right. It's time to reset. It's the weekend. I I did say that last week. And I was like, this is a shit week. But next week is going to be a better week. (laughs) You did say that. Well, manifesting obviously does not work. (laughs) I don't know. These, like, people on Instagram be lying. So it's fine. What happened to Do Not Disturb? You know what? You on on the phone. Um, There's nothing to, like... Ooh. What is happening? Zoe's calling me, and oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not winning in this situation. I love how you called me out about being on Di- Do Not Disturb, but I put and it you've on gotten, like, disturb. three calls. Well, I put it on Do Not Disturb, and then I don't know what's happening. I'm still getting calls. I don't understand. It only works if your phone's locked. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If I, if I don't want to fucking talk to people, I'm probably going to be on my phone. <laughs> you know what? That's <laughs> extremely... That's accurate. That's accurate. We designed that. Like, I'm not trying to avoid people, like, in a corner. I'm going to scroll through Instagram and avoid people. Like, So then what? you have to go through, like, am I going to hit the red button? I'm just going to stare at the call until it's over. Mm true there's just like no options and then when you decline it then people then people you. know because then they, they call you back right immediately back. immediately I there's no it. it's the not ringing like, the hell i know this bitch this shit. hey that's annoying bro <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking annoying apple step up step Ugh. up your game but yeah all right how do you do so, a three-way victory i don't Corey, what's your victory this week <laughs> um let's see well, it was kind of, you know, maybe earlier today, I just got done riding my motorcycle. Mm-hmm. About to put it back in the garage. She got a cycle, y'all. Oh, yeah. Thing ice. Mm-hmm. This nice. I was about to put it in the garage, and, you know, I'm walking it up. My boots slipped, and I almost dropped the hole. But I <gasps> caught it. 500 pounds of bike. Caught it. And saved Damn, my little baby strong. from falling on the floor. Oh, so. my God. Yeah. Well, first of all, congratulations, because little baby is really nice and slick, and she mm. would have been... It would have been tragic if she had some scratches on her. I'd have been crying a little bit. My eyes would have been puffy. Mm. You'd have been acting like, what's wrong? I'd be like, I dropped them. <laughs> <laughs> Juliet, what's your victory? <laughs> what is my victory? Um, can I have an anti-victory? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, um, this is our podcast. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Preach. That's true. Uh, okay, I'm going to give the people a victory. Okay. So, my victory for the week I'm kind of scared. Is... <laughs> Hold on my wig. <laughs> Hold it down. Y'all are so dramatic. I was going to give, like, a, a real nice victory. I was just going to say my victory for the week is that I have wonderful friends who cook me food. Mm. And so, uh, gone food from people this week, which is nice. Um, oh, and... Actually, this is a true victory. So this lady was like, this lady on Instagram was like, um, she was like, black femmes, da 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 da, something like, drop your Venmo. And then it was like, non black people, like, pay up. So I put my Venmo, (laughs) I put my Venmo in the comments, and someone sent me $15. Yo, what? (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Yes. Let me, let me go tap in. Yo, that later. for real. For real. Honestly, can, you, can you share just, that with us? Yeah. I will next time I see it. Some, some money in my gas tank. Yo. Right? I was like, damn. Tank? It only costs like $3 to fill my... Three, $3? If that... Like what? It, yeah, like three, sometimes five. I decide to put the premium stuff in there. It takes $3 for her to fill up her motorcycle. Three? 
Three. Roughly. Dollars. Doll hairs. Three dollars. Or three American yeah. pesos. Something like that. That's how much I'd be putting in on average. Three dollars. Wow. What did be cruising at? About Becky, could miles on it? <laughs> Becky could never. Becky could never. But yeah, I'm glad you got that fifteen dollars. Would you spend it on? I haven't spent it yet, actually. Oh, wow. And so, I yeah. went into my Venmo account and realized that someone had sent me $10 previously. Not from, like, commenting on something. I don't even know, like, what they sent me money for. But now, now I got money, you know? Balling. $25, y'all. In the <laughs> bank. Mm. Honestly. That's nice. So that's my life. What's your victory, Alyssa? You know... I was thinking about it when you were saying your victory, and I was like, I don't really, didn't really think of one this week. So, hmm, let's see. Let's think. Let's open the book of victories. <laughs> oh, I do have a victory. Okay. When I started working for them, like a, like a year and some change ago, the kids fucking hated me. And they hated me because I was like, I was like the signal that, their favorite people were leaving and so every time I came over they would cry and it was like really you know my ego was bruised obviously but now when I come they like fucking run up to me they want to see me they're asking about me they're hugging me they're kissing me and it's really cute and the youngest who's like 17 months she like hugged me today and it was like it was like one of these like rest her head in my neck and like nuzzle type of hug and i was like oh my god wow what did i do to deserve this so it was nice so i guess that's my victory did you hear that mm-hmm. that's a cat it's the boogeyman oh cat <laughs> got it <laughs> Some, like, alana aka movie. the boogeyman this is like scary movie where like you go hide in the most just obvious place ever mm-hmm. sit there and like fear for your life like you didn't just make that stupid ass mistake to that go hide stupid under ass the bed. <laughs> you talking about hiding under the bed that's where you hid listen okay but i want true wonder. facts guys we i played. hid behind a dress <laughs> no, <laughs> and oh my god y'all okay last time so, Corey- oh you want to tell the story juliet i was just gonna give the backstory i like, was gonna about- give the backstory but you can <laughs> go ahead so we decided to have like a wine night, well, like a sangria night, I guess. And we invited Corey and Cam over. And um, I feel like I'm butchering this. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to abort this mission. <laughs> I'll tell the story. <laughs> so um, Juliet came up from Orlando and we invited Corey and Cam over for a like a wine and taco night and like a game night type of situation. I made some bomb-ass tacos. Mm -hmm. She did make some bomb-ass tacos. Oh, those tacos were so good. Yes. (gasps) I forgot. It was busted. We we drank a little. We ate a little. And then, who who, did you? Cam. It was Cam. It was Cam. Cam suggested that we play hide-and-seek. And, And, like, I have a bigger house now. I get two stories. So we were like, okay, cool. Let's do that. (laughs) So a couple of rounds go... Corey's hiding under the bed sometimes. I'm hiding behind a chair. There's a lot of places to hide. Juliet <laughs> hides in my laundry basket. It was fun. <laughs> what happened? No, Cam. Oh, no. Cam is the one. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Juliet was in the laundry basket. And Cam was seeking, right? Mm-hmm. Cam 
found me first, and I was sad because Ew. I thought my hiding place was really bomb, and it, was it trash. wasn't. It was trash. And so Juliet and Corey were hiding in the same room. They were hiding in my closet. Juliet was in the laundry basket, and Corey apparently was in my dress or behind my dress. <laughs> I'm not really sure, but it was dark. And so Cam found Juliet in the laundry basket, and, like, Corey was two feet away from Cam's face. Like, not even two feet. Like, two inches away from Cam's face. And she could have touched her. She could have snatched a wig. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, she didn't see her. So, like, Cam is literally searching the entire house now. Like, she's left the closet at this point. She's searching the entire house, going through every, like, nook and cranny, and cannot find Corey. Did she I eventually just, find you, or did, she, did it you was, come out? No, I just, I scared her. Mm. But I just hid in, like, the last place I would expect to find me. It was fucking, it dress. was good. I, Honestly. <laughs> that part. <laughs> okay, so for context, Corey is a stud, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's not wearing a dress Hell no. in this lifetime. I mean, unless, you know, my little, my little straight persona want to come out, you feel me? Okay. No, I'm kidding. All right. Maybe. Well, yeah. You know, you have me like, that's shook for a little bit. What's your straight person persona? What's her name? Courtney. Oh, she was ready with it. I was ready. I was ready. Bitch, does she come out sometimes? Yeah, she do come out sometimes. Whenever this little voice come out, you feel me? Like in the hands. Oh my God. Not the hands. Not the hands. Courtney is really sassy. Like, niggas cannot handle Courtney, and that's why she's (laughs) tucked away. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure. I'm fucking sure. Put her back. She in a pocket. Put her back. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't put her back. Alyssa, do you have a straight person persona? No, yeah, her name is Alyssa. <laughs> 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 what about you? Yeah, was. I don't. <laughs> so I'm the only she one. Doesn't here? even exist. <laughs> doesn't exist. <laughs> no, I have a straight person persona when it when it uh, benefits me. What's her name? When it behooves me, Alyssa. Still Alyssa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know what though. It's not a straight person persona, but, like, when I'm approached by, like, straight dudes, and, like, they're trying to, like, get, they, you know, they're like, what's your number? What's your name? That's what they sound like? That's exactly what they sound like. <laughs> Fucking whiny ass bitches. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, um, my, my name is Emma. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. I remember. Yes, Emma. My name is Emma. Wow, it's been a while really since you brought guys. Emma out. Huh? I haven't heard about Emma since college. Yeah, Emma was a very college, a college thing. I don't think I've ever met Emma. What? No. I said I don't think I've ever met her. Yeah, no, I don't think you have. Mm-mm. Emma's no. a crazy bitch. Oh. Okay, that was a little rude. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna say, it's a little rude. Emma is like so... Alyssa and I would, like, go out. One time we went out to this bar downtown, and there's this, like, straight guy who literally would not leave us alone, and I brought out Emma, and Emma's kind of a bitch. I was, like, we were going in on this guy. Like, we were not, like, really nice to him, but he was, like, He was really eating it up. He was eating it up. And, like, uh, it wasn't a straight person persona for me. It was just Alyssa. (laughs) The eyebrows came out full force. Full force. (laughs) All right, so okay, <laughs> this is really long. Any hoozle? What that are we is talking not about? Not your transition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, new transition. Juliet, what is keeping us up in these sheets? In these motherfucking sheets. Excuse me. In these me. motherfucking sheets. Something was missing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this week we are talking 
about an array of things all having to do with studs. And Alyssa and I obviously are not studs, which is why we brought on Corey, our stud friend. Hey. <laughs> Juliet loves that sound effect, and I've been waiting to use it. <laughs> you gotta get you a button. Oh my gosh. You gotta get me a button. A button Can yeah. you get me a button? I, I got want you. I'm gonna get you a button. Okay. okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right. So, the first thing we, we wanted to kind of talk about was like stud versus butch dyke how you feel about that Corey? um okay so me being okay tell you about the language so the language butch and dyke is hands on site i'm gonna just give you a nice little rhyme to remember this (laughs) whoa say it again for the people i don't think they quite got it butch and dyke equals hands on site did you guys get that write it down yeah (laughs) take notes put it in your wallet put it in your pocket But yeah, like just I don't know. I mean, I understand you know trying to reclaim the word and all of that because you know it was used as derogatory. But don't come at don't come at me like that. Mm. It's still derogatory in my eyes. I just I prefer stud. It's more respectful. I feel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just hands. Hands. That's, that's all I can. On sight. Okay, so do you think it's like a difference between like? white queer culture and black queer culture because i feel like it's a lot of white girls who want to be called dykes now yeah yeah and i you're right there is the difference between you know the different cultures um i mean i personally i only use the word stud for you know black masculine presenting women you know if that's the the label that they choose um, mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all but i've never seen or i've never really used that term for any other you know, you any know, other culture, I guess. I don't know. I'm thinking about, like, high school Alyssa. And high school Alyssa was really into, like, butch white girls, you know? And uh, that's what I called them was butch. I never called them studs. <laughs> and I remember when I, I dated one black girl in high school and I called her a dyke one time and she was really offended. I didn't know it was derogatory. I didn't know. I You know, I was baby, baby lesbian-less, okay? Just think about baby lesbian-less. And I called, I was like, I was like, babe, like, we're, I think we were talking about like femmes and like, like femmes and studs at the time. And I, I didn't call people studs at that time. So I like... I was, she was saying, like, I'm a femme, whatever, whatever. And then I was like, and you're a dyke. And, and now, <laughs> looking back, looking Ooh. back, looking back, I understand <laughs> the, uh, the phrasing was probably not great. And I could have probably done better. And, you know, you learn from your mistakes. I now don't call people dykes. But I That's mean, fair. In, in, in your defense, we, you know, as little tiny gay babies, we weren't i mean at least i was not introduced to the term stud until like my senior year of high school i wasn't either until like college i was still uncomfortable being called butch and dyke it was still hands on sight but i did not know why (laughs) i didn't know why yet i just felt it in my soul (laughs) real aries energy over here you felt your stud ancestors talking to you yeah they was like "Uh uh-uh don't put up with this and i was like you're right you're right (laughs) but i didn't know i didn't know what else so like we i guess we're giving those two words up front and then I feel like I was introduced to, like, studs in, like, middle school. I mean, all my siblings were older and stuff like that, and, you know, there were, like, studs in my neighborhood. So I feel like I was, I I knew that, like, 
studs wanted to be called studs Mm -hmm. and like hearing those conversations and stuff and I always thought that dyke was offensive no matter what color you were like I thought even I was like why would you call her like why would you call her a dyke you know and I remember like when I was in college I remember um this white girl referred to herself as a dyke and I was shocked I was like offended for her I was like what (laughs) why would you do that (laughs) So I feel like it's like a little opposite. Yeah, I don't know. I, on, I don't. I can't. I do not recall when the word "stud" came into my vocabulary. I feel like it had to be college, because I don't think I referred to anybody as a stud in high school. But yeah. I didn't even refer to myself as a stud in high school. What did you refer to yourself as? I was like, they're like, are you gay? And I was like, I don't know. So it was just, <laughs> I don't know. That was the answer to everything. True. When did you start <laughs> referring to yourself as a stud? I think when I when I moved and I was like, oh, different, you know, culture shock AF. So okay, tell us a little bit. Tell us. Okay, where you're from? Um, a predominantly white area, right? Yeah, that's where I was raised. Yeah, and now a you're in town, but now I'm yeah. Now not... you're deep in the culture. Deep south. <laughs> deep in the culture. Deep in the black people. Deep in the lesbians. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Okay. That's a good intro. Mm. <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you feel like being now being in like this tri-county is this a tri-county area and yeah it is is it it is okay i've always wanted to say that because phineas and ferb but <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know it no. like we were a thing okay so oh. we're in the tri-county area. what what makes a tri let's not even do let's that. not do that anyway so you you grew up in like a predominantly white area and so how do you do you feel like moving to this tri-county area like changed your perspective on like how you see yourself how you label yourself how you present yourself definitely I feel like I was kind of thrown thrown into you know the culture out here and was left to like fend for myself so that's why you know the hands is ready the hands is ready but um just having to like fend for myself but then also being adopted I guess in a sense by like some of the studs in in the area that I had no idea because I first got here and I feel like I mean let me know if it's the same for y'all but I feel like being a little tiny baby stud, you've got elder studs looking out for you. Oh no, <laughs> no, not at all. I have random well, people. Not just elder like studs, but up. we got we got older gays. Yeah, okay, okay. Do no. you have older gays that look out for you? I didn't. know I do. That like you don't know. Yeah, that I didn't know. That kind of were like. No, now I, I know them. I don't. Know. So for me, because I don't look gay, and that because like I'm so femme, and I like dated a guy for the first two years of college i feel like why are you looking at me like that keep going <laughs> well it I sounds just... like you guys are talking about like how lesbians are like looking out for you from afar and like making sure you're good because they understand your struggle and i feel like people don't didn't know that i was gay so how mm. could they look out for me so I, I don't have that same experience with, like, how you have elder studs. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because it's like I would walk. I went to, like, this hotel, and I was trying to go to, what was it, like, you know, what's the thing? Right before you go into the college, that, that time period. Orientation? Yeah, that thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Orientation. And the hotel I was at, the, the person, the receptionist the front was like, hey, you from here? And I was like, no. She was a stud. And she was like, look, take down my number. Just call me Big Bro. And I was like, okay. 
I did those numbers. She was like, yeah, we're having a cookout next weekend. You know, just come out. And I was like, I don't even know you, but I appreciate the offer. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like having somebody like looking out for you while you're trying to pick out in the world. And that's really cool. And I wish that I could relate to that. But I think I don't think it's because you're femme. Why do you think it is, Juliet? I don't know, because I'm a very femme person. And I was very femme freshman year. And like, I don't know. I think it's like. I mean, I think there's a certain air to, like, studs because, like, outwardly, like, you can tell. But I, I also feel like, you, like, I feel like the reason why people, like, there were older, like, queer people who were, like, looking out for me was because, like, they saw that I had other queer friends. Mm-hmm. So I think it was, like, an assumption that, like, oh, you have, like, queer friends, you're probably queer. Yeah. But like I don't and I even now like I'm still I'm still very femme and I feel like I'm kind of I'm not like old but like for like the baby gays who come in or that I see or you know whatever I feel like you know I feel kind of like that like oh I'm just gonna make an assumption that maybe you're queer you have queer friends I'm just gonna reach out to you mm-hmm. you know I don't know maybe it was because you were dating a guy but I don't think that it was because you were femme. Okay, maybe it wasn't because I was femme, but I also didn't have, like, I didn't have gay friends like that. Like, you were really my only gay friend at the time, I feel like. Yeah, like, freshman, I'm thinking freshman year. And I didn't mm-hmm. have, I didn't have the, the friend group that you had. Like, your friend group kind of dispersed when I got there, unfortunately. That would have been cool, but. Yeah. They didn't want to fucks with me, I guess. No, I'm just kidding, guys. I love you. Okay. Um, <laughs> but no, I didn't have that. And then I had, like, the track team and. Nobody was gay on the track team, and I basically recruited all my gays. Word. That's, That's literally what I did. I recruited Alex, and then I recruited Corey, That's and they wild. were both gay. And then mm-hmm. I made my I made my little family that way. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally oh. what happened. I didn't have, like, I didn't go and, like, I didn't go places and was, like, and saw older gays, and they looked out for me. That's just, maybe it was because I was dating a guy, or maybe it was because I was off-putting, because people don't, people, like, don't like to approach me. Because of my eyebrows. I mean, that's a reason to approach me. What you talking about? (laughs) Literally. Yo, in high school, people literally told me that I was unapproachable because of my eyebrows. What? Okay, so, like, go ahead and write down a list and we'll roll They're just weak. I was about to say, I was about to say, if I start from this, be like, hey, eyebrows. Let me (laughs) let you real quick. (laughs) Yo, I mean, that happens now, but in high school, people were, like, scared. Like, scared, scared. Also, I was pretty mean. So. I still think that we're weak. I think you were right. Weak. Thank you. Weak. That makes Honestly. me feel good. Thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so your outlook on, or your presentation has changed. Definitely. And you've grown in the city. Yeah. Do you feel like you've you've changed since you moved from your hometown, Juliet? Like your, like how you present yourself as a, obviously, we've talked about um I definitely have changed a hundred percent a thousand percent I've changed from like high school to like college high school even into like freshman year definitely by senior year like if you knew me in high school you don't really know me now like if we don't talk you don't know me um (laughs) but how do you feel about like your appearance how do you feel like your appearance has changed since high school um I feel like my so I've, 
I feel like in high school, I was very femme, still very femme, but I feel like there was a point in college where I wanted people to know that I was gay, and I had a good amount of friends who were, like, stud stems, and there was, like, a month and a half where I was like, I'm going to dress like that. And it was very uncomfortable for me. Um, I feel like you tried to do that a lot, like, sparingly. You were like, oh, I'll try this again. And then it wasn't. No, I think out. it was just a freshman year thing. Because <laughs> I, I, I distinctly remember, like, having this, like, thought. I actually was talking to someone. I was like, you know, this isn't for me. And I found, like, <laughs> I found that for me it was, like, a part of, like, accepting my queerness was accepting that, like, I am a femme, a femme queer and, like, that's okay. Like, I don't have to change to, like, be any more queer than I am, you know? Like, because I'm pretty gay. And, like, the way that I dress isn't going to change how gay I am. Ooh, tell the so. people. It's literally same. <laughs> because <laughs> when – were you here for the – no. Oh my god! I remember your your STEM phase. <laughs> I was apparently there was a STEM phase, and I really thought, guys. Okay, so you guys know the the, the um spectrum or the like the thing the one through three gays like one two three I don't gays. Know. We came up with that. You came up with that? No, like we came up with that as a squad. We did. Yeah, that's that was. Early. I knew that's I wasn't why... a part of that. Oh my god! I was like, so I have no idea what you're talking about. I brought about. this up to Juliet the other day, and I was like, but it's a thing. Like this is like a this is like a. <laughs> It's like a spectrum that people talk about. And she's like, no, it's not. Like, this is not, you made this up. And well, obviously, we did make it up. So, yeah, now can you explain? One, one is femme, right? And mm. three is stud. Oh, yeah. So, she's... <laughs> <laughs> so, you've got your one, two, and your three. And one is femme, two is stem, and three is stud. And we rate people off of, like, their appearances and, like, if, they're, if they fall in those categories. So... Apparently, this is a made-up category thing that I didn't know was made up. <laughs> and um, so when it when we started talking about it, I was like, yeah, I'm a two. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, you didn't have to laugh so hard for real. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm a two. Like, I'm a stem. Like, <laughs> I'm not a femme. And they quickly, quickly with the swiftness, <laughs> with the swiftness, <laughs> took that shit back and let me know that I was a one. I give you like a one point on site. One point five. Thank you. I give you like a one point two. I don't think I even got that much. I think that they gave me like a strict one, and um, it was sad because I really (laughs) thought, (laughs) I really thought I was out here like being a tomboy because I had the same phase or like my whole, like since I came out when I was fifteen, like I think since until junior year of college, I was like. I need to show people that I'm gay. Like, nobody's ever going to know. I need to show people. Like, I need to dress a certain way. I need to, like, wear rainbows and, like, so people will know. And so because I did that and, like, I dressed, I tried to dress less feminine, um, I thought I was a two. And I'm not. I'm a one. One point two five. Thank you. I remember the little baseball jersey you had, you yeah, know, you were starting right Is it really? It's See, I, re- I remember that. I remember that. So I that's a- where you got your point five, the point zero five. Point two five. Yeah, because we was going to give okay. you a one point two, and I just gave you that little extra bit. For the shirt? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That was really nice of you. Thank I feel you. like I respect that of you, Corey. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Corey, do you feel like you had, like, how did how did the way that you present, like, did that ever change? It you- definitely 
How did that change for you? So the way that you were talking about, Lisa, that you were trying to dress, you know, make yourself seem more gay. Mm-hmm. Back in high school, I was like, oh, hold on, wait a minute. My parents <laughs> don't know. I don't know how they're going to feel about this because, you know, we'd had some talks in the past. And I was like, it ain't safe. <laughs> it ain't safe. <laughs> this ain't it. Yeah, abort. So I was like, let me go ahead and try, you know, bring Courtney out a little bit with the the tank tops and so then i was still like really muscular but mm-hmm. i was like skinny back in high school but mm-hmm. i looked like a can of biscuits if you wrap a string around <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm so sorry no you're straight but, it can't, but like no. if you wrap the string around it because like i'm over here trying to fit in this tiny ass little tank top Corey. you know trying to be you know more feminine but like it just wasn't it i look like a dude Corey. Tank, look i'm just saying this is the struggles i went through i was trying to look more feminine and okay. so then when i got into college i was like man bump all of that i said wear the jeans wear the wear the belts the tims mm. the snapbacks the beanies like come the at me style the style but when I when you came and when you um like when you toured UNF when I gave you that tour you were you were very clearly a stud like <laughs> you were you were styled oh, thank you to a T thank you look so, I had to show out I didn't know what I was getting myself into right 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 but your mom was with you so mm-hmm. like how do you remember that I do and so by that time I had already been caught for like the second time caught yeah caught I look. had caught. a um a hoodlum phase let's just say I had a pair of shoes that I had already ran the tread off the bottom so they were smooth so I could climb Wait. and walk through people's that's for a different time but I used to climb through windows probably like well over 200 times before. oh <laughs> but yeah I had my little phase where I'd be crawling through windows and doing hoodlum things at night running the streets but um, so she had already kind of known. I'd already came out to her once again. Like you know, she thought it was a phase, mm-hmm. as all parents do. Because we're always coming out. Yeah, always. She was like, always. "It's just a phase. You're gonna grow out of it." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> okay." <laughs> Still here. Courtney's just in yeah, my Courtney. back pocket, yeah. just in case he is. Just in case But yeah, so she already knew. So okay. And plus, I don't know. She bought most of those clothes. So I just made them look really feminine. And let Courtney do her work, so mm-hmm. mommy could pay for them. Okay. Uh-huh. And then okay. I just... The hustle? Yeah, the hustle. And then you just work the clothes afterwards. I love it. I love it. I love to see it. Yeah. I mean, mm. you know how to work the system. So, like, I'm going to give you the props you deserve <laughs> for that. Honestly. I feel like with studs, there's, like, a common, like, thought process that, like, being stud means, like, that you don't accept, like, your femininity. Do you feel like that's applicable? Do you feel like that's just a generalization? or? Hmm. I feel like... For the most part, it is a generalization that we all, you know, might need to teach the younger generation to grow out of because it's definitely, it's definitely not a thing that should be like accepted, I guess, anymore. Do you think that this is a new thing or you think that this is an old thing that we need to just like undo? It's something that needs to be undone Mm -hmm. because a lot of people think just because, you know, you dress masculine, you choose to dress masculine because you can't get a man's. I know a ton of studs that if they switched up real quick, everybody man's is in trouble. Oof. Oof. Mm. I mean, I'm just saying. I think you're right. I think you're so right. I mean, and there are some studs who don't even need to switch up mm -mm. to get a man. You real right. True, we were looking at one today. Ooh. Uh-huh. Ooh. But I think, like, I think that's really, like, a very fair point because, like, I think that the way that you express yourself doesn't always necessarily mean that you're excluding a part of yourself. Like, you can feel both feminine and masculine at the same time and present more masculine because that's who you are. That's, like, what fits you. Just, like, 
we can present more femme and so have like masculine like traits or Alyssa could be she could have her 0.25 show up you know um (laughs) and it doesn't make you any less one or the other Mm -hmm. you know and I think like it's a spectrum and it's different for everybody but I do think that's like something like you said like that needs to be undone in in the queer community and like outside of the queer community you know yeah it's crazy to be in such a such a an inclusive community so to speak as lgbtq plus community and still have all of these um all of these uh prejudices against like our own people like Mm -hmm. you would think that people would be more open-minded um as as a whole and it's just mm-hmm. not the case. So. Yeah. But we're still working on, like, kind of, like, reconstructing our world. And, like, we've been shaped. Like, you know, we talked about in that episode. We've been shaped around this world where, like, it's heteronormative. And it's, you know, very, like, either or. And, like, we take that with us even though we're in this community. Like, we still have to, like, unlearn and, like, change the way that, like, we we navigate our own community, and, too. Yeah, and how we see everything. Yeah, um, so it's, like, it's on us also to, like, to make sure that, like, we have, like, we have these prejudices for whatever reason that we, like, say, okay, like, I'm acknowledging that I have this and I'm going to work through it, you know, Mm -hmm. but um, do you feel like there are stereotypes or, like, prejudice, like, about, like, studs that, like, really bother you? That really bother me, the the touch-me-not one you know we're just gonna touch on the touch me not let's touch on it i don't know why people believe that studs don't need love too Mm. but please Mm. show it because you know am i about to get explicit do it do it okay so the same way like bims and stems you know feel that they could bust it wide open you feel me like studs feel like we could do the same thing too Mm. we need the same love preach like lord of mercy just like I don't, I don't even know. Y'all y'all no. already know how I be feeling about this. Like no, tell the people, tell, tell the people, people how you be feeling. You feel like people don't understand that you need you need a little uh, I a touchy touchy too. Yeah. Or, like touch me nots like I you know, all props to, to y'all. Like, you know That's not all of y'all. No, it's not. It's like I would I mean in my opinion I would say it's a small portion mm-hmm. of us because, like we get horny too. Mm. At the end of the day. We all have vaginas. Yes, Agreed. all of that. They all need to, <laughs> you know, be tend to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> touched, tend to. All of that. So it's just uh, people that, that think all studs are touch me not. It's just, just no, just flip the next page in the book. There are other studs out there <laughs> that require other things. Expand your horizons. Yes, like the, like the scale. We've talked about this before, but like on Facebook, my, one of my nieces had come out recently and she like posted something like y'all really out here going down on studs <laughs> and i was like well don't they have vaginas <laughs> i mean don't they like <laughs> are, is this not something that like we can do like i was like do they not have needs do they not no. like studs yeah. have different genitalia and <laughs> they I mean, they like have touch. no genitalia they have it's no- just blank down there like a barbie ah. oh my god <laughs> they literally are here to um, meet the needs of all femmes oh. and they don't need oh, anything from you I it's mean, for no free. sexual desire like, for freezies the way that i think about it is like you know 
you know, if you're going to hop on somebody, you know, Femme going to hop on somebody's face and, you know, write it off into the distance, Oh, right? my God. Well, I mean, if <laughs> we're about to take different... you here, we're about to take you here real you know, quick. I thought you were, like, it felt like you were getting explicit, but then it didn't, and then it was. I was, like, trying to creep <laughs> out of the show, but we just go ahead and put it out there. Like, some, you know, there's the touch-me-nots, and then, you know, there's the studs that, you know, like, okay, cool, you know, kissy-kissy here, touchy-touchy there. But then uh, there's also the studs that will ride your face off the bone, like Megan Thee Stallion, rolled the beat on WAP. We just gonna put. Oh just they gonna spell their name. Wow. Just, yeah, they gonna they gonna spell they and you know having the whole name. They be having a long. They be having long, long ass, ass names. Like, I mean, yeah. they be having names like I have. So like. Yeah. All the letters All the in cursive. All the letters Ooh. in cursive. They skills studs mm. be skilled. You yeah. know. Yeah. Hey. Don't sleep on the studs. No, don't sleep on I me. Mean, sleep with one, but don't sleep on them. Ooh. Okay, I'll draw back now. No. no. All right. No. Keep it. I, but I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Lean I think forward. that ties back into like how we view like studs and like we yeah. see them as so like masculine that like we kind of like take away that like they the have needs and their sexuality and like yeah. you know the fact that like they still do have like sexual preferences and like sex preferences you know mm-hmm. like what they want and like what they need they're not all like just here to like give you know right. like you know crazy shit reverse and- pillow princesses what's the reverse of a pillow princess mm. Mm. i'm making this down yeah. Wow. We just go. Can we, can we just visualize that really quick? Let's just Ooh. take a moment. All right. So. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> and we're back. No, but she heard Dyke that podcast. They were talking about the same the same thing because they're they. I think it's two studs who mm-hmm. um who run the podcast, and then they had a guest on who is also a stud, I believe. And they um they were talking about how. Your masculinity, like how you present yourself, is completely independent of like your sexuality and how you like what what you need in order to feel loved and what you need in order to feel satisfied, basically. And everybody is different, but you can't you they're not they're not um, what's the word I'm looking for? They don't go together, you know. They're not. They're, they're not mutually they exclusive. Correlate. They're not mutually exclusive. They're not. They don't correlate. Wow, both of those. Boom. <laughs> Thank you. You know words, guys. So, that's a pretty cool episode. You guys should check it out. Yeah. So with like with how we like see studs, because and like that's why I was like when people see studs, like I don't think that like they see them as like innately sexual but like earlier you were telling me that you had a different experience so like what's your experience of like being a stud and like being approached by like femmes and stems and people all the time like what does that look like for you like when you're walking through the world just like la da 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 just, just like yourself. casually just being casually being myself it looks very sexual if we're gonna be 100 percent honest i feel like um i mean oh. i was telling you earlier with the with my job and how you know shorty came out on out on the porch and was just Throwing cheeks everywhere. <laughs> I mean, like, that's, like, how, I mean, I've, I feel like that's how I've been seeing things out in the world, like, being approached by, like, femmes and stems. Is everything is, like, really sexually driven. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it be, like, you know, touching or, like, walking by somebody grab my ass or just, mm-hmm. like, saying some really nasty things in my ear and I never met you before. Oh my yeah, like, it's gotten down to that point. I think people see, like, studs as this, like, superior sexual being and that they are going to give you, like, 
the best sexual experience, but people don't see it. Like, I feel like when people approach you, and this is my opinion, I'm not a stud, obviously, but I feel like when people approach you, and from, like, my perspective of a femme going towards a stud, like, I'm not thinking about fucking you. I'm thinking about you fucking me. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It, they're sexualized. Get, yeah, mm-hmm. so you're trying to get said stud ready to do whatever you, you want. want. Yeah. Right. Heard. I mean, in nine times out of ten, at least in my opinion, this shit works. But... Ooh. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's why, like, that's why I feel like, you know, films do it, because, like, it's, I don't know, it's it's worked in the past, so why wouldn't it work now? I mean, I guess. Do you think that it affects you, though, to, like, be sexualized so much, like, just, like, walking, like, casually? Like, you want to make a friend and she's trying to fuck, you know? It makes it very difficult to have female friends. Mm-hmm. Very. But then it's also difficult to have male friends as well, because they're like, oh, bro, you gonna bring me all the mm-mm, at, at, at. Like, mm-mm, so ah, it's ah, just ah. difficult. That's why I got me. I'm a dog. You know, <laughs> I'm just chopped liver. All right. What? But it's fine. Um, <laughs> no, but do you also think that, like, when it comes down to being friends with men, I know this is totally off topic, but when it comes down to being friends with men, do they see you as a threat? Yes. And that's really? where, like, hyper-masculinity comes into play. Mm. And, like, all the, toxic. All the topics. Yeah, all the topics. Toxic masculinity is, like, they see you as, like, yeah, a big threat. So you walk in and be like, oh, we... We gotta go grab 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 her over there in the corner, strap put her in the closet. We can't let the stud get get near nobody. Because just gonna fuck them all. I mean, I just want to be y'all friend, man. That's it. That's, I just want a little friend. They're just fragile. Like, like you know, fragile is toxic. It's toxic. Like that's why everybody should be gay. I thought everybody was when I was younger. Oh. It was a big, big shock when I found out. Big disappointment. It really was. I was like, you don't do what? <laughs> you thought that too. I well, I didn't think everybody was gay, but I thought that like everybody at least liked the same sex. I lived in Wilton Manors for a while, so I had gay neighbors. Yeah. And like seeing my gay neighbors, I was like, "This is fine. I'm not gay, but it's fine." Mm. You know. So I thought that. Like, <laughs> I'm not gay, but it's fine. <laughs> Why do you think that? All right, no, that's. A I know. I was very much convinced that it was just like you can have friendships like this. And here we are. And here we are. Now I'm gay. And it is what it is. You know. Brother was right, and I hope you tell him that. Oh, he brings it up. He brings <laughs> wow. it up to me, quite a bit. We were on the phone the other day, and he's like, "Remember when you would walk with like so and so, and I would tell you guys that you were gay." I don't, Guess I don't know where she is now. I can't find her on Instagram. So You've looked for her? I did look for her. Not recently, but like when I first like got to college, I remember looking for her. Mm. When all my friends were gay, I was like, oh, I wonder if she's gay. All my friends are turning out to be gay. <laughs> all my friends are turning out to be gay. You think know. that it's just like of an effect you have? Like everything you touch turns gay? Do you think? Like the Midas touch, but for gayness? Yes. Wow. Oh, that's a <laughs> gift. Mm. I hope so. <laughs> I hope I have that effect on people. Like, yes, just a little tap, tap here, a little tap there, <laughs> a little tap here. There. Oh my god. <clears throat> anyway, so let's get back to the sex situation. What were we talking about? Oh, um, oh, Corey thought that she, everybody was gay. Oh yeah, I really did. And I remember asking my mom. I was like, "So is that okay?" I was like five. Like, is it okay to have girlfriends? My mom was like, oh, of course. You know, like, you know. Girlfriends. Listen. Oh, girlfriends. no. That's why the nickname was playing. But we've grown past <gasps> that. We've grown past <laughs> that. <laughs> we had a girlfriend. She was like, yeah, it's fine. I was like, all right, cool. 
<laughs> okay, cool. I can just imagine five-year-old Corey with a deep-ass voice. <laughs> <Cool>. Honestly. <laughs> cool. cool. <laughs> oh, do you think that... Um, do you think that studs have, like, a toxic masculinity trait as well? Like, within like the with, stud community? Within the stud community? That's a hell yeah. I'd be lying if I said no. <laughs> but what I does mean, it look like? So it looks like, so we had a party. I'm the only stud, right? I'm just going to use this as an example. I'm the only stud. Another stud walks in. It's automatic. Like, we make an eye contact. You know, you're going to hit the like, hey, what's up, bro? I might dab you up. If not, then you might need to stay on the other side of the room. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I mean, like, it's, it's stuff like that. Like, the same way, um, I guess you put, like, two male dogs you know, in, in the same room and they're going to fight at some point, like, it can get to that point. Um, Why? You know, like, well, because, like, I guess it comes down to, like, uh, who's the who's the better stud? You know, who's the, the alpha? Who's the alpha stud, you know? Oh, no. But it's like, it, ain't even, it doesn't even have to be like that, you know? Be my friend. Mm. I like how you, I like how you, like, just hopped over, like, <laughs> comparing like studs to men and you just like went straight to dogs i mean it's so do you think that that's not a thing in the male society like in men like do they not do that they do it's just they got they got something else going on over there i don't even want to touch on but it it is in fact like the same thing like you know men fighting over women at a party do you think it's worse though with studs like do you think that it's like more almost like more blatant than with men. No, I feel like with studs, like, we might fight outside, but while we out the party, we gonna keep it cool. Men are like, I'm gonna throw a beer can at your head, and we gonna get it popping right here over this girl that don't know your name. But Over this girl that don't know your name. But, um, no, I feel like it's it's a little bit more subtle, but it can get, like, serious. Mm-hmm. Um, but there definitely is, like, toxicity within the stud community whenever it comes to just... I guess multiple studs in the same area. Not saying that it always happens, but it can get that bad. Can you think of a time that it happened for you? A time, um, a party. Well, I mean, yeah, there was another stud. So I was at this party in high school, and Lord of Mercy, I hope nobody hears this. Oh, but no. there was, there was. We don't have to talk about it. Oh no, no, we can talk about <laughs> it. Cause I listen, it's it's in the past. But I was at this party, and I was trying to help my friend. And she was, like, big drunk. And so I'm helping her around, and she pulling me around. We, I take her, you know, we have to go to the bathroom because she got to do, you know, use the bathroom, whatever. It's somebody in the bathroom. So we go to the to the, the bedroom. And I was like, I'm going to just sit you down here. I was sober. She was drunk. All of a sudden, this dude comes in, sees us, and was like, oh, turns the lights off. Shorty grabbed me, like, with her legs and pulled me in. So I'm trying to fight her off. Like, you drunk. We can't do this right now. Fight her. Yeah, yeah, and so then we go out to the living room, whatever, and she drunkenly, like, the dude's trying to give her drinks, and she's giving, like, lap dances to people. So I come back in the room, and I sit down. She hops off of them, and then comes and, like, starts chilling with me and start dancing on me. And then all the dudes is just looking at me like, this bitch. Mm. <laughs> she never do nothing. She just sat down. Yeah. Stole my bitch. But, li- li- <laughs> but literally, then, like, afterwards, I'm hearing, like, from, you know, somebody else's friend, Man's was salty. He was like, "Man, how Corey just gonna come in here and and take you know take the girl I was talking to and all of that?" Fine, and just get money. I mean, then leave. Get that bread. Get that head. Then leave. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean that, that was a situation right there. Like just the the dudes being mad at me and like the other studs in the room just being like upset that I like had whoever they wanted. And it's just like that that tension. So that was that was with like other that was with other studs and men. Yeah. Damn, you had everybody against you. 
it was rough. Corey it against was rough the back world. In high school. Corey against the world. Nice. Do you think like why 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 do you think that that is or like how do you think how do you it'll think that change? Cult- yeah, how do you think that culture was even set up? Um yeah. it was probably like just the the whole toxic culture like with with uh like masculinity and all of that. It's mm-hmm. probably set up just uh like competition it's like i want this person you want this person i'm gonna have to be better than you or hurt you so you back down it's like like uh like the wild almost interesting yeah do you think that maybe it could have been so like i know that um how do i say this do you think it's because like in society the, like, more masculine person is seen as, like, the more dominant person. And, like, that's, like, you know, even with, like, men and women, like, that's, like, why men are, like, the head of the household or whatever, right? Because mm-hmm. they have, like, they're seen as more dominant because they're more masculine. Societal norms. Societal norms. Oh. So do you Way think that, like, do you think that with being a stud and presenting more masculine like a part of that societal norm is like pushed onto you and like creates that pressure i feel definitely. like yeah no you, i think you hit that like right on the head like yeah. definitely it, it's kind of like pushed like oh you gotta be this you gotta be uh gotta be like you know dress dress more like a dude or like outdo somebody like it's it's always uh, pushed for you to be, I guess. I don't even know how I'm trying to say this. You you have like certain criteria that you have to meet in order to be a stud. Exactly. Like in order to present as a masculine person. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. all of these so, like social norms have like around masculinity have been placed, and in order for you to be seen as masculine, you have to hit all these check marks. Precisely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that's wild. And I think that goes, that's the same for, like, I mean, I think it's, I think it's more profound for the masculine community, but I think it's the same for, like, the feminine community. You have to, you have to present this certain way. You have to be docile and you, Mm. like, you have to be subservient, not subservient, but I guess in a way, but submissive. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it goes back to, like, how your, um, like, your presentation, your masculine presentation is not... um, Word. What was the it's word? Not, what the social? The coat. The. You. They don't go together. Like it's it's independent. They don't coincide. They don't, yeah. Coincide. So it goes back to like your, how your masculine like appearance is not does not coincide with like your sexuality, and. I was gonna go to somewhere with that, and then I lost it. I was here with you. Yeah. I was I was following you real well. Thank you, but yeah, so. But I, I think that, like, you're onto something and saying that, like, they don't coincide, like, they don't go hand in hand. And, like, being able to separate the person from their sexuality. I feel like yes. it's something that we have a very difficult time doing. Yes. Um, because in a way, like, our sexuality, like, is rooted in who we become. It's not who we are, but it does have a, it has a large role in, like, who we become. And so when you have a whole community where it's, like, this whole thing has shaped us and we've built a community around it, it's hard to separate, like, that from the person mm-hmm. and say, like, you are 
more masculine you're still lesbian right you still have your preferences or you're still pan or you're still bi and like separating like the person from like whatever their sexuality is or whatever their sexual preferences are or like you know even like people who want to be more submissive like more subs more doms and like Mm -hmm. and not have that coincide with like how they present you know like how they look because Alyssa is kind of a dominant person very feminine didn't know we were gonna go there with that but Yes. I just think you're a good example of, like, how that can be so separate. But, yeah, definitely. I have had dominant roles in my relationships, like, in my my relationships with masculine people. And not just masculine women, but men. And, like, I'm not the submissive person in those relationships. So it's not the... (laughs) Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. (laughs) See? (laughs) It's not the... um, it's not it's not because I'm femme that I'm dominant. It's because I'm Alyssa that I'm dominant. Tell you know? Me. Tell so. them. <laughs> and then all my exes who are going to listen to this are like, no, you're not, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to, like, add us. Look, if you are one of Alyssa's exes and you feel like that she wasn't dominant, leave us a five-star comment and write. Write us that review <laughs> right, on, right. on Alyssa's submissive nature. Then leave. <laughs> then, leave. <laughs> then leave and don't come back. And, like, notice how I said, like, leave it in the review. Like, don't be in her DMs. This mm. is not an invitation. Mm. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> Let's put it out in the public. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> is that not better? No, no it's yeah, not for better. Sure. I really appreciate you guys doing that for me. Yeah. So... <clears throat> Just write a review on Alyssa. <laughs> Just yes. kidding. Don't do that. Um, I think anyways. it also depends on the, the, the relationship. I don't think it's like, you know, it's not necessarily I'm thinking about my past relationships now and I want to make sure that I'm clear <laughs> that I wasn't dominant in all of them. But Just some of them. I mean, that's the same for me, too. It's just yeah. like I'm not always dominant. Like you and do you don't the have right, to be. Right? It's like you do the right things. You... You put me in my place, and I'd be submissive real quick, but only for only for a little bit. Oh, my God. Only for a little bit. I mean, look, you can take that how you want. It could be put in everyday situations or after-dark situations. After-dark situations. After-dark situations. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Didn't like, we have, like, a group chat going, like, after-dark? After-dark, yeah. yeah. 80 shit, yep. 80 shit. I remember that. Wow. Damn. What great times to be alive. It was great. Pre-COVID. What was that? Amazing. I miss those times. <laughs> take me back. T99. <laughs> the flash. Oh, I'm sorry, what? I don't think I want to talk about it, actually. <laughs> maybe for another day. Yeah, maybe, maybe for, for another a, day. not a podcast day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably for the best. Yeah. Isn't that a calculator, though? Yes. See, we're just going to go with that. You got... Uh. No, I think it's a T98. T99. T99? Is that anybody? Just somebody please let us know if that's a calculator. Somebody please. It's like a scientific calculator or something like that. Yeah. We're just going to be. T87? Mm. Mm. The fact that you know that. I mm. feel like that's. I, I don't know it off the top of my head. I'm just. I'm just making You're just naming it. off numbers. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just going to look. You're just going to look it up? Yeah, I think, it's, I think T99 is an actual... I think we just said T99 so often that we think it's an actual calculator. I think it it's might... A, it's TI-84. Mm. Not even close. And it, it was wasn't a whole even, And 83. And what? TI-84, 
We're not even the right. We're just going to say it was a calculator because we're smart. Like We're smart. Yeah, <laughs> we're real smart. Real like. smart. Like. <laughs> right. It's just a super calculator. Okay. All right, dudes. Yeah. So well, do we want to go into our final thoughts? Is there anything else that we want to cover? Oh, yeah. Is there anything else we want to cover? Corey. I mean, I can't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. We pretty much, we were sliding on some topics, so. We're sliding. Yeah. It's a little, a little. A little touchy touch there. Touchy touch. Just in the right spot. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Wait, we might. say that. Hold on. Mm, I don't know. No. Hold on, hold on. Abort. Abort? All right, cool. <laughs> on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset that you guys had the same exact reaction, though. <laughs> We're the same person. Honestly. The two different same bodies. exact reaction. Several times has this happened. Like, yeah. Like, while we've been going right now. Talking. Yeah. Yeah. Same reactions. I did raise her. She's yeah, my child. You did raise me. She's my child. All right. So, final thoughts? All right. My final thoughts... What are your final thoughts? Are that my final thoughts are that because grammar, Mm -hmm. um, that you, (laughs) the way that you appear, your masculinity and your femininity are independent of um, your sexuality and the desires that you have and the needs that need to be met in the way that you are satisfied. And just because you're masculine does not mean that you don't need love too. Tell him. (laughs) Tell him. At who says that? Summer Walker. Girls need love too. Mm. Girls need love. All right. Mm. Anyway, Corey, what are your final thoughts? My final thoughts. I don't. I don't even know. The whole conversation was great. Just, just like you said, like your how you present doesn't doesn't define who you are or like your needs as a person. I mean. And when when will when will you uh, get hands? Oh. At what time? <laughs> At what point in time? <laughs> what, it was uh, Butch and Dyke. Hands on site. One more time for the people. Oh, Butch slash Dyke. Hands on site. At Aries Energy. Ooh. At Aries Energy. <laughs> yeah. Bringing, bringing that to the table. Because oh, we God. don't play that. Don't do not do that. It's stud. Mm. It's stud around here. Stud all day. Stud all year. All year long, all season long. You remember that? <laughs> all season long. Okay. <laughs> all season long. <laughs> this is definitely a sports thing. <laughs> Juliet, your final thoughts? <sighs> okay. So my final thoughts are that as a as a community, the queer community, we need to start being able to separate someone's presentation from their sexuality and understand that like you can kind of like you guys said you can present masculine or feminine and still have different desires and different needs um and really like look into yourself and be like why do i think this way right and then check yourself um Ooh. Mm. wow yeah. she ended it really week snatch mm. week snatch <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah um those are my final thoughts you know that's me love too don't be an asshole don't be an asshole that's it that's like it's really it's a really easy concept. Don't be an asshole. That's it's, all. It's hard for some people though. Yeah. And don't sexualize studs. That's rude. Uh, only on occasion. On occasion they like it, mm-hmm. but not all the time. 
Read the room. I mean, don't be like walking up and just grabbing random people's ass. Like general rule of thumb. That part. <laughs> <laughs> that part. But like just like baseline, the bars on the floor. Don't just grab random people's asses when they're walking down the street. Come on now. And don't just be whispering nasty shit in their ear all the motherfucking time. On occasion. Oh, I mean, it'll get you what you want. I'm not going to talk for Corey. Corey, you tell the people what you are not going to stand for. Um, I mean, I ain't going to stand for no disrespect. But if, you know, you're trying to walk by and you know what? I ain't even going. Y'all already. Okay. Anything goes, (laughs) apparently. Uh, Yeah, within reason, within reason. Anyway. All right, people. (laughs) Let's. (laughs) So we just want to thank you guys for staying up for us. And we wanted to remind you guys to vote the Cheeto out of the office. We're going to say it again until it happens. A motherfucking Uh, concept, a movement. Do it. Do it. Stay educated and get some sleep. Yep, because we are maybe going to bed. And I'm just kidding. We are definitely (laughs) going to bed. Up all night. (laughs) You can find us on Instagram at BTT Podcasts. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because you know that is how we get up in the ranks. Um, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And yeah, I'm not going to say I love you again because I already said that. So in the last episode. And it was weird. It was really weird. <laughs> also, like, don't forget, like, five-star reviews only. Five stars only. Thank you. Only. All right. All right. Good night. Good night. Bye. Say good night, Corey. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>